On this week's The Darts Place show, we will look at the Unibet Premier League, the Queensland Satellite Tour of the DPA, Gordon Mather's new shot darts, and I'll run my over the form slump of Glenn Durrant. So, further to do, let's get into it. Hi and welcome to The Dart Show. I'm Pete George, the host, and this show is all about darts, not just the the PDC, the DPA, the DQ, the DA, everything to do with darts. But before we get into the show, um, make sure you head over to thedartsplace.com.au, subscribe to the site there because you will get the information straight into your mailbox every Friday. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and we have the Facebook group now. Just search The Darts Place. And we would also love it if you could also give us a little bit of a review and a bit of a nice rating over on Apple Podcast. And um, so for the people that have followed us uh, so far, thank you. For the people that are going to follow us, a thank you. And to the people that support us in the way of Bullseye Darts, helping us to do the reviews and everything on the show, thank you very much. So let's get going with today's show. So first up is the PDC and the Premier League, which is sponsored by Unibet. Um, They've been around for a while for the PDC and they do a great job of sponsoring a lot of darts events and to all the sponsors out there, whether it's for the PDC or any of the competitions, thank you for supporting darts. So uh, we're into the next stage and we've already lost Rob Cross and Glenn Durrant. Um, they were bailed out on night 10. And um, as we finish night 12, that man MVG has hit the top of the table ahead of Nathan Aspinall Dimitri Vandenberg, then Jose de Souza, Johnny Clayton, James Wade, and bringing up the bottom of the table. Uh, sorry, I've left out Gary Anson, but uh, James Wade and Peter Wright are at the bottom of the table. Uh, if MVG keeps on showing the form that he uh, had over the last two nights, he um, will most certainly top the table. Uh, but as we all know at the moment, his form's fairly up and down. Um, and any one of the um, players can actually knock him off now. Um, and the whole, so far, the whole Premier League's been very, very tight um, with the new players of the likes of Jose de Souza, Johnny Clayton, Dimitri Vandenberg, and Nathan Aspinall um, all playing exceptionally well on their first time on the Premier League. A few of them have um, come in as sort of like the, the throw-ins that they had in the last couple of years, which they've dropped now, so it's just a solid 10. So um, MVG uh, has struck a little bit of a purple patch of form. Um, he's got that little bit of edge about him again, and he's doing extremely well. And for mind, he is fairly safe to make it through into the final four which will be on Saturday, May the 29th here in Australia. Um, 
So then we have a look at Nathan Aspinall and Dimitri Vanderbank. They've both been playing very, very well. Um, their match the other night was exceptional uh, with Dimitri winning that. Um, and they're nearly safe. Uh, they need to win a couple more to make sure that they get through, uh, which I think they will. And my top three will be not in this order, but MVG, Nathan Aspinall and Dimitri Vandenberg. Now, the fourth place one is the trick. Now, Jose D'Souza and Johnny Clayton are on the same uh, points and Gary Anderson's two points behind them. Just let me double check. And um, But, yeah, the most important thing for Jose D'Souza that he has um, – an exceptional um, win-leg uh, ratio. I think he's nearly like, oh, he's probably seven or eight legs ahead of Johnny Clayton. So even though they're on the same point, the leg difference is, is quite good for Jose um, and that should hold him in solid stead unless he starts dropping games, but I don't think he will um, as long as he can actually um, score in his head a little bit better than he has been and not making silly mistakes on his checkouts. The only other one that can make it is Gary Anderson. Uh, he needs a fair bit of luck and to win pretty much all his matches to get there. James Wade and Peter Wright, they're gone. Gone, gone. Um, and... Um, I just get frustrated when these guys say, oh, we haven't been practising enough and this and that. Well, you're professionals. You should be prepared to win at all costs. Um, so the matches ahead, um, which will be on Tuesday, May the 25th, um, um, Foxtel keep on chopping and changing their time. So it's around about 3.34 o'clock in the morning on 5.05 on Foxtel. Um, and the first lot of matches back, uh, Johnny Clayton... Uh, taking on Gary Anderson, which I think uh, Johnny Clayton will win. Jose de Souza taking on Dimitri Vandenberg, um, which Dimitri should win. Nathan Aspinall playing MVG, that's a flip of a coin. And James Wade's playing Peter Wright, and I reckon that'll be a draw. Um, then on Wednesday, May the twenty-six, James Wade plays Nathan Aspinall. Johnny Clayton plays Jose de Souza, and that game there on the twenty-six. The second match of the night will be the one that decides who makes up the four. Gary Anderson plays Michael Van Gerwen, then Peter Wright plays Dimitri Vandenberg. On that takes the matches on the Wednesday the twenty sixth, Thursday the twenty seventh. Uh, we see Johnny Clayton, Peter Wright, James Wade versus Dimitri Vandenberg, Gary Anderson versus Nathan Aspinall, Jose de Souza versus Michael Van Gerwen, um, and then Friday. Um, the final night of the, um, the round robin matches, and that's Gary Anderson versus James Wade, Nathan Aspinall versus Hayde de Souza, uh, Peter Wright versus Michael Van Gerwen, and Dimitri Vandenberg versus Johnny Clayton. So um, I'll follow those up uh, in the next show and give you the rest of my tips. But the tips for Tuesday, May the twenty fifth, is Clayton over Anderson. Dimitri over D'Souza, uh, Aspinall, I'll go Aspinall over Van Gerwen and a draw with Peter Wright and James Wade. 
And then on uh, Saturday, there's the semi-finals and the finals. And then after that, we head off back into some Super Series and the match play, which uh, should be pretty good. And um, just on the PDC, a big shout-out to the support they're giving the darts place, uh, providing all the information and everything that goes along with uh, covering the PDC. Big shout-out to Dave Allen. Um and the media team at the PDC. So just before we get into the the Queensland um, DPA results um, for the month of May, um, just a a little bit of a shout-out to Bullseye Darts, um, Luke and Denise down there at Yatler uh, in Computer Street, uh, great dart shop and great supporters of the show. They help us out with... um, uh, us testing all the gear and bringing you the reviews. So make sure you visit them in a Computer Street and um, online at bullseyedarts.com.au um, and just tell them that Pete said that they're good people and they should look after you. So that should be a bit of fun. Um, so they are at 538 Computer Road. Sorry, Computer Street is where they do some bike racing. So Computer Road in, in Yatla, um, and they've got all the, the latest uh, shot darts, data darts, target, uh, all the mats, accessories, everything there uh, to help you improve your dart game. So now we get stuck into uh, the DPA, which is the Darts Players Australia, which is our elite uh, darts uh, players here. Um, with COVID, they've split it into states. Normally, they'd um, have a bit of a travel around, and there's a secondary tour, the satellite tour, and the main tour. But um, with COVID, they've put it all just into a state-based system, which is a really, really good and a good initiative, and well done by the DPA. So Rob Denny and his team there. And um, so this month, May, uh, it's always on the first weekend of May, and when. Um, we get back to allowing to have a few people other than the players and their supporters there. Get down and have a look. Um, I'll be putting up on uh, the website, thedartsplace.com.au, all the states, um, times and places where they'll be able to go and watch uh, all the elite guys uh, around Australia um, uh, play on the DPA tour. And the end result for everyone that plays on that, if you... Uh, the best of the best, you end up going to Ali Pally to play in the World Championships, um, which James Bailey and Gigi Mathers did this year. Um, Hoopapua represented the New Zealanders. And if you've followed that, you know that Gordon Mathers made it onto the tour to join um, Simon Whitlock and Damon Hetter on the PDC Tour, and he's been doing quite well, but let's get stuck into the Queensland results. Um, so it's played over two days. Uh, Robbie King won the Saturday, and he looks like he's the Saturday King. That's two Saturdays. He's won on in a roo, I'm pretty sure. And uh, the bull, James Bailey, uh, had his returned from the UK finally after an extended period of time over there. must have been frustrating for the... The young fella. 
and he took out the win on the Sunday. And the unfortunate thing was that both players beat Mick Lacey um, in the final. And Mick uh, picked up his game from the previous month, which is good to see. Uh, Robbie won on the Saturday 5-2 and the average for the day was 84. James Bailey won on the Sunday 5-1 and he averaged 82 for the event. Uh, Sorry I had to bring them both up, Mick, but um, better luck next month. So some of the top performers on the um, Saturday were uh, the fewest starts thrown for a – Leg was 12, uh, both two to Raymond Smith and one to Robbie King. Uh, the highest mass match average was 90.91 to James Bailey. And the highest checkout on the Saturday was James Bailey with the Big Fish 170. Well done, James. Um, then on the Sunday, uh, 12 daughters again to Ray Smith and Robbie King. Uh, highest mass, match average was 91.96 from James Bailey and the highest checkout for the Sunday was Robbie King. And well done to all that took part. Um, I wrote the previous month and I'll give him a little shout out now. There's a, a young fella to follow and his name is Ethan Kibbe. Now, when I first started playing darts a few years ago, I've only been playing darts for three years, loved the thing. He was a, a, a little fellow there throwing some good darts then, but now he's follow, uh, throwing brilliant darts. He's been making it into the top 32 of this competition. So at 15, I think he is, um, i got to put him down as Australia's version of Leighton Bennett because uh, he's a pretty good kid. And he's a pretty good player, and if memory serves me right, I think uh, Robbie King's given him a few um, tips along the way as well, and it's good to see some of our top players helping our juniors out. So that's the wrap of some of the events. Um, There was a Darts Queensland had an Adam and Eve event uh, on, which is a mixed event, and I think... um, Logan took that out in Division 1, but I'll um, follow that up and uh, get some more information for you guys for the Darts Queensland stuff. So now um, we'll get stuck into some nice darts and um, we'll have a little bit of a chat about them. So here we go with the first of our um, reviews that we do on the podcast. And it is uh, Queensland's own Gordon Mathers. Uh, he signed a deal um, earlier on in the year with uh, Shot Darts. Now, Shot Darts are a New Zealand-based uh, dart manufacturer and they've actually made in uh, New Zealand their darts. Uh, which is good to see. If you jump onto their website or their Facebook page, you'll actually see um, a little bit of dart porn and that's watching them turn them on the lathes, the different styles and how they're machined. So it's good to jump on there and have a bit of a look. And if they let me, I'll throw um, 
throw some of them up on the website and the social media so you can have a little bit of a um, bit of look how darts are actually machined. There's a fair bit of work um, that uh, needs to be done in them. So the GG darts, um, if you go back uh, to, I'm pretty sure it's episode four um, of our... Uh, previous shows, so I'll just get that for you. Uh, episode three, uh, the Gordon Mathers interview. I had a chat with Gordon um, or Gigi just prior to the World Championships when they, not long after they'd arrived over in the UK. Now, uh, he didn't know what brand or anything the darts were. He just knew that they worked for him and um, with collaboration um He's finally got his darts made by Shots. Uh, I've thrown them. I've done a review. Uh, I will say one thing, um, that they're not grippy enough for me. I suffer from eczema and um, there's my skin dries out fairly quick, so I need a little bit of a grippy dart. But other than that, that's the only thing that um, threw me off a little bit with them. Um, they are a lovely uh, balanced dart. Uh, they come in 20 and 23 grams. They um, are a tapered barrel, but the beauty of these are that they're ringed all the way along. So no matter how you grip the dart, you'll be able to find a nice position on the barrel to throw uh, the dart. So... Um, and it's a little bit remiss of me, anyone around the world that doesn't know who Gordon is. He's a Australian darts player, and if you know darts in Australia, um, on his day, um, GG is an absolute uh, powerhouse of a darts player. And if he finds any form on the PDC tour, he will um, pretty much beat anyone on his day and beat them comfortably. Now... Back to the darts themselves, they are well balanced, as I said. Um, they're 90% tungsten, um, and the ones I threw were 23. I normally throw with a 24 gram, um, but yeah, they are a very, very nice dart. And once again, I will say this that um, with the uh, two, the most recent two sets of darts that I've done from uh, shots being GG's and the Satori's. I'm pretty sure that the Satori's were the other ones I did. Mm, uh, sorry, the GG's, the Hooper and the Tantos, they were all perfectly matched. Now, that's rare. I don't know if it's me scales or whatever, but, uh, for instance, the 24 grams were spot on 24. Um, the 23s of GG's were 23.0, whatever, and the O's matched and the same with Hooper Pua. So well done to shots on that. So um, the darts run out at around about the $100 mark um, and that's from the Bullseye Darts website. And I would highly recommend... Um, that you have a try or purchase. Now, the beauty of Bullseye Darts, you can walk into the shop. So if you can get into a local shop, have a throw because they are a very, very nice dart and well done to GG and Shots on the design. Uh, 
of those darts. So that's the quick review. There's, um, if you go to uh, the website, there's the full review, written review there. And in future, we'll be doing um, a YouTube channel where we'll be doing quick reviews on all products that we get our hands on. So with further to do, we will just have a little bit of a little bit of a music session and we will then get into my thoughts on um, Glenn Darren's form slump. Hi and welcome back and um, as I said we're going to have a little bit of a chat about Glenn Durrant's uh, form slump. Now I don't think it's um, as bad as what it looks like and I think he will come out of it fairly quickly. Now if you cast your eye back to last year's Premier League, even though he won it, he won a lot of matches ugly which is a sign of a, a very, very good player. Um, and then he had the um, COVID. I don't know how bad he had it um, or um, any of the outcomes from that. But from then he just sort of uh, lost all confidence in himself. But he got through. He's made a lot of semifinals and everything in between there and then. But then when he came to this year's Premier League, uh, I personally think he just mentally talked himself out of it because um, all leading up to it, he just was saying that he didn't particularly want to, you know, embarrass himself. He didn't want to lose, you know, 7-0. Or, but he ended up not winning an actual match. Um, he showed glimpses of the brilliance now. I've coached a lot of uh, sport, played a lot of sport, and people of his ability don't just lose it. That it, he's got that special quality. He's been a three-time world champion, and um, it looks like he's a, a shadow of his former self. But the thing is, these days at the level of the PDC that these guys are playing at, um, the the gaps between the the really good and the good are narrowing. Um, you won't see in the PDC anything like. Um, uh, Phil Taylor's 16 World Championships, you won't see anyone dominate the sport, I don't think, like in previous years. The young players are coming up and stepping up, so you Nathan Aspinall's, um, Dimitri Vandenberg's, Damon Hedder, uh, Chris Dobie's, Michael Smith, all of those boys are, are, are you know, starting to come through and play solidly. Um, and I think COVID's given those guys the confidence to step up. Now, if you're 10%, 15% off your game now, you're gone. And that's the problem that's um, facing Glenn at the moment. He is a world champion, as I said. He is a Premier League winner and he will bounce back. Um, It's been good to see um, the players get around him as well. Um, You know, it's... It mustn't be a good experience to, to get up there on stage and perform where you're not used to performing. And that's um, at a level that, you know, he, he, 
he's normally brilliant at his doubles and he's missing his doubles. Um, he's finding it hard to find trebles and, and things like that. And You just see his body language on stage drop. But uh, I personally believe by the time um, the World Championship comes around again and that will come around fairly quickly, you will see him back in form. You'll see him back confident. You'll see him back performing with the people, uh, crowds coming back in the UK. Um, and I think a few of the, 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 the players feed off that energy from the crowd and he's one of those. Um, and um, we just wish him all the best to come back because uh, um, he deserves a good good run at it as um, all champions do. So uh, they're my little thoughts um on on Glenn um I'm just about finished uh the review on his new darts that have come out from Target um which are the 80% tungsten um and I've got to give you my thoughts on uh the different levels of tungsten and you know it's not that much difference but uh good luck to Glenn uh, for the rest of the season I think he'll um He'll get it all together, you know, just like Rob Cross is slowly coming back after a little bit of a, a bad year in 2020. Um, so it's all swings and roundabouts. And when you got a sport as uh, competitive as and close as the PDC is now, um, you you can't afford to drop your, your game a little bit. But um, So that's it for this uh, week's show. Um and we hope uh, you enjoy your darts over the, the coming week. Um, if you've thrown a couple of 180s, well done. If you haven't, keep trying. And just make sure that you subscribe on all the different platforms, that you also um, you know leave us some thoughts on what you'd like to see on the show as well. And most of all, enjoy your darts.